This is Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve. Trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard. And let me tell you, man, things got hard this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about a boogie woman. I'm going to play one. This will be a little bit of a serious episode, although it's it's Paul and Steve, so there will be humor. As serious as we can make it. Mostly, the humor will mostly mostly be of the, when I get uncomfortable, I make jokes variety. <laughs> what well, we what's, the, what's the joke? <laughs> uh, uh, was it, are you funny or did you have a normal, chi- a happy childhood? Oh, right. Yeah, because it can't be both. <laughs> Which means my son's going to be hilarious. <laughs> he already is. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> he already is. But uh, the uh, seven people that listen already know the story, or, or at least they've seen bits and pieces of the story. We were uh, traveling in rural Indiana recently, my son and I, and he we were on our way to a horse show, and we stopped in at a truck stop, and he went into the bathroom to change into his riding outfit typically we would be at a hotel and then he would you know we'd get up in the morning then he would change into his riding outfit Mm -hmm. and then go but this one was friday evening usually they're on saturday mornings this one was on friday evening and so we had to i picked him up from school and we just started driving Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's uh south of louisville Mm. and uh we were still in indiana when this incident occurred so <laughs> horse out you know riding outfits in this thing that he you know this particular um, style is a dress shirt a tie and a vest like a, mm-hmm. uh you know like when you wear a three-piece suit that yeah. kind of vest right yeah and you know sometimes they're very colorful sometimes they're not uh his happens to be like a yeah not not super colorful it's it's green Mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a sort of a, a an organic ish green color the yeah, shirt's I think, brown i think i've seen it yeah yeah i put maybe put a picture on the on the thing i i say all this just to say it's a it's a shirt and tie yeah right basically um while he is adjusting his tie in the mirror of the bathroom and and by the way we've talked about this before he's goth so half of his head is shaved and the <laughs> other half is long black hair Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wasn't, he didn't have his full on goth makeup going. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just had the enough makeup that a lot of the guys in, in writing do this is just to smooth out the rough edges. Right. Mm-hmm. We've all been teenagers. <laughs> we know what acne does Yeah, uh, to a face. So, you know, he kind of puts that on. He doesn't, he used to do his goth makeup and his, and his, uh, instructor was like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> you do you. You be you or whatever, but I'm going to tell you, even though they shouldn't, some of the judges may 
you know, mark you down. Yeah. Because they're jerks, right? <laughs> so right. you make your decision based on knowing that. And so his decision was, yeah, tone it way back, right? So that's, get a visual, 17-year-old mm-hmm. kid adjusting his tie in the mirror of a truck stop bathroom. Um, I'm not going to give too many details just because I wasn't in the bathroom at the time. Um, I did hear from him some of the stuff the guy said to him. There was a guy in the bathroom, uh, probably, I'm going to guess, mid-40s, beard, um, stocky. Everybody's short to me, so I don't know how tall he was. (laughs) It's always unusual when you do run across someone taller than you. (laughs) He was anywhere between, I don't know, 5'8 and 6 feet, let's say. Maybe between 5'8 and 5'11. And his beard is his entire personality? His beard's his entire personality. He's he was not gray, so that's how I know he's kind of probably in his mid forties. I'm guessing. Um, comes out of the bathroom like I was on the outside waiting for my son mm-hmm. to come out, right? And uh, dude comes out of the bathroom saying something about, and again, I kind of blacked out. <laughs> so <laughs> unless the store has it on security footage i will never know exactly everything that was said right but the guy (laughs) said some very disparaging things yeah and i turned he was looking at the clerks he was trying to enlist the clerk's help um in protecting him you know from whatever it is he thought was going to happen if this 17 year old kid with long black hair and a shirt and tie was to be allowed to run rampant in our world you weren't even in Kentucky yet. No. <laughs> That's the crazy part. So he says some very disparaging things of a, you know, somewhat sexual nature. So I spin on my heels and just ask him as if he's talking about my son. Uh, he did not see me yet. He only heard me. Mm-hmm. So he starts to take a few steps in the direction from whence the voice had come that he had just heard. And said something like, your son or something to that effect. Uh-huh. And then I said, yes, I spun my ball cap around backwards <laughs> <laughs> and got up in the guy's face and uh, said, who knows what I said? It's probably, who knows? I don't know. Exactly I, I, I haven't seen it on TikTok yet. When I do, <laughs> I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, at this stage of the altercation, the store's security camera uh, would be the only source of um, recording. Yeah. Um, So as soon as he took a look at me and saw that I was at least half a foot taller than him, I think he thought better of continuing his uh, ranting up close and personal. So he spun around and walked to the Coke machine and continued saying things of a vile, disgusting nature about my kid. And so I became louder um, and <laughs> said some things of a uh, defensive and protecting nature, as it, mm-hmm. as a father would do, right? <laughs> so anyway, this guy and I are yelling at each other across the store. <laughs> at some yeah, point, he's, my son... He's, he's, he's over there where he's safe, but he's loud about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he at thinks some point, he's safe. My son came walking out of the bathroom, and I didn't see him. My back was kind of to the bathroom, and without me even realizing it, walked over to the guy and said something to the guy that made him even more angry. I found out later what he said. It was something to the effect of, I think you're, you seem to be uncomfortable because I believe you are attracted to me. 
I think is what he said to him. Not in those words. <laughs> and the guy turned into the biggest snowflake you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly you would think, you know, that somebody said the worst thing to him that they'd ever said, which leads me to believe there's probably some truth to it. I, I'm willing to bet that that's probably 87% yeah. of all of it with these people. So at some point I called the guy a pervert, a, per, a pervert, and he seemed surprised. Like I'm the pervert. He's, he's thinking, which, and then I told him, yeah, I mean, just because somebody's dressed differently than they dress at your church meeting or your Republican gatherings or whatever, doesn't mean, you know, they're a threat to you. So I, I can only guess. And he mentioned genitalia more than once. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty perverted. You know, you're talking about somebody's genitalia who's who's a minor in the bathroom of a truck stop. I don't know. What would you call it? You know, but <laughs> I probably used several profanities along the way, too. At this point, there was a gathering of employees <laughs> sort of <laughs> gathered around us. What, yeah, what do you call a gathering of employees? <laughs> Gackle. Murdering of murder, murder of crow, <laughs> kindness of ravens, gathering of employees. Gaggle I do love of employees. I love hearing the new words for groups of things because they never make any sense. Like a kindness, a kindness of what? A kindness Peacocks? of ravens. Uh, it's a murder of ravens. No it's crows. A murder of crows. It's kindness of ra- ravens. Yeah. A situation of hippos. I get, but I'm willing to guess that a gathering of white people has nothing to do with kindness. So circumstance, this was a circumstance of <laughs> store employees gathered around, um, turned on me because MAGA snowflake dude, trucker mm-hmm. guy is already putting as much distance between me and him as he can figure out how to do. Yeah. Right. Including the hot dog rollers. Like, he made sure the hot dog rollers were between me and him, right? So he did that thing like you see in the movies where, like, somebody says something loud and the guy behind him is like, are you talking to me? And he's like, yeah, I'm talking to you. You know? (laughs) You get the camera angle. It's it's like, oops. Yeah, but he, you know. So um, store employees... Uh, ask me to leave. And I said, you're asking, well, first of all, we got places to be, so we're out of here soon anyway. But you're actually, you're taking the side of, of he's harassing my son. I, I, I'm getting the distinct feeling, you know, gay people aren't welcome in your store. <laughs> and <laughs> that's when I whipped my phone out and started recording one of the managers. Uh-huh. Who says, and I haven't watched it. I haven't worked up the uh, mental fortitude to watch the video yet. Mm-hmm. But one of the, like, they said a few things before they noticed I had the phone in their face. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they go, Oh, you're going to record me? And I was like, Sure am. And they go, No, you're not. And they started walking away. So I was like, why, why is that always the question? Obviously, if I got I, my phone in your face, I, right. I'm going to record you. Yeah, what else do you think I'm doing with it? Like, Hang on, let me. You want a pizza? I'm, I'm ordering a pizza. Ordering pizza? Looking for water? I don't know. Um, but she demanded I that we leave, and she said, "I said, uh, um, so you're taking the side of the guy that harassed my son in the bathroom, and you're asking us to leave because I'm trying to defend him." And she's like, "Well, I want you and your little friend there to get out of my store." I was like, 
my little friend? You mean my son? That's what you call people's kids is their little friend? Yeah, um, that's, that's code. So, oh, obviously. Um, so a store full of perverts, including the managers and employees, apparently. Uh, at least from my perspective, it seemed that way. So, except for, by the way, the clerks. Because now I was like, uh, I was like that guy from Monty Python. Help, help, I'm being repressed. I was like... <laughs> You know, announcing to the entire store, which that gays aren't welcome here and you will be harassed in the bathroom and store management will side with the violent person doing the attacking, to which I'm sure every single person in rural Indiana truck stop was probably like, good, that's what we want. <laughs> that's what mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson said needs to happen. We got to stand up to these people. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> stand up to the five, five hundred and twenty pound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until they stand up to the six foot, what, four? What are you? Six, five, 280 pound dad shows up, turns his hat on backwards. <laughs> oh, he knows our tricks now, too. He turned his hat around. I mean, we got our codes, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was buying some Advil because he was having trouble with his back. So I had the Advil in my hand, almost mm. walked out of the store and then realized I was like, Oh, I guess yeah. I better pay for this. So you guys don't accuse me of shoplifting. And uh, <laughs> the entire time, the kid that was checking me out was like very apologetic. Mm -hmm. Right. And I said, I, you know, I paid for it. He's like, you want a receipt? I always say no. Cause I'm like, what am I going to do with a piece of paper? Right. But right. I was like, hold on. I was like, floor, your I was like, hold on. Yes. Give me a receipt because the last thing I need is for you guys sending the cops after me for shoplifting this when clearly I just paid for it. <laughs> and this kid's like, no, it ain't like that, man. It ain't like that. I was like, well, clearly it is like that. <laughs> you know, from what I can see here. So yeah, we kid. had to go because we were already late for the show. So mm -hmm. went to the show and he uh, earned a couple of ribbons at the show. It's like, use it. Earn yeah. that anger. Use that anger. But the <laughs> save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save it for the show. Probably the saddest part of the whole deal was you know i asked him if he was okay mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i'm fine he's like i'm okay you kidding i'm used to that yeah like so something that for me was like it's, by the way it wasn't the first time i had to confront mm -hmm. somebody mm -hmm. i've confronted people before i think i've told you that usually it works just to confront them so that's basically what like the question might be okay what is it you're trying to do here mm -hmm. what i'm trying to do is create a safe zone Right. Mm -hmm. So if I have somebody that I know is not safe to be around, I make sure I create some distance by just confronting them mm -hmm. partially. Right. Mm -hmm. And usually when I do that, they immediately act like sheepish and slink away. Right. Mm -hmm. That's usually all it takes. This guy decided he was going to take a stand for his Lord and savior, Tucker Carlson that day. Right. <laughs> and he decided he wasn't going to slink away because Sean Hannity told him that's what they want. They want you to just go back into the shadows. Right. So you have to confront these. It's probably Antifa there. You know, yeah. you got to confront them. Right. From behind so this guy decided machine. that's how that was going to go that day. Right. <laughs> and the store decided that, you know, just go along to get along. You can get out of my store because I'm not I'm not going to stand for a kerfuffle in my store, but hey, perfectly fine. You want to harass a minor and yeah. talk about, you know, sexual things to a minor in the bathroom. That's fine. Just keep it quiet. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, but don't confront anybody over it, you know, because otherwise we'll call the cops on you. 
But the thing that he said he was used to is it happens in school all the time. Um, like all the time. He said mm. he tries to go, you know, he tries to go between periods because he just knows, you know, that if he goes yeah. in there during passing period, he's going to have to deal with somebody. And he's like, like, like the other gay people at the school, like they all know each other, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're not all, he's not friends with all of them because some of them just aren't his, you know, cup uh, of tea yeah. or whatever. I mean, people are people. But they, you know, they know, like, they all like, oh, yeah, totally. You can't go in the bathroom. Even the ones who, and the reason they, they're not, like, close friends is, like, they're kind of normies. You know, they they dress like, you know, you would expect yeah. popular kids these days to dress their mm -hmm. haircuts, regular, the regular kind, right? And all that stuff. So they're <laughs> not, you know, flamboyantly dressed or anything, but people know they're gay, right? So they, like... Call him yeah. the F word, F slur, and all that stuff. So that's what he's used to. It's sad. He's developed a thick skin, um, you know, and I was probably more impacted by this than he was because I don't have to deal with it on a daily basis. Right. 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 And, and then he's like, and it's just funny to me when people ask me why I'm leaving Indiana as soon as I finish high school. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, it's just weird to me that anybody would even wonder about that. Yeah. He's like, I get some people say it because they're going to miss me. He's like, like people at the barn. They're like, oh, we wish you weren't leaving. Too bad. Whatever. He's like, I get it because I'm not going to be at the barn. I get that. But he's like, yeah. other people that ask me, he's like, they have no idea what goes on in this state. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when you enjoy something like horse riding, which takes place out in the rural parts of the state. Um, and you enjoy you enjoy doing that. And so you yeah. have to go to those places. We have to go mm -hmm. to places like Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, we have to stop at places like truck stops. I get it. All truckers are heroes, right? The only good <laughs> trucker I've ever met is Leslie White. And he's he's a fantastic human being, right? But, yeah. And, I'm, and he's like, yeah, I asked him about this. I accidentally said you're one of the good ones. And I said, I can't believe I just said that. He's like, I can't. <laughs> For those that don't know, he's African-American. So um, I meant a good, obviously, a trucker. Yeah. We know <laughs> all, all, all seven of the people out there know. Yeah. Including Wesley. So anyway, um, yeah, not, not a pleasant group to be around. Um, so the, you know, so, okay. So the question comes up, mm -hmm. like, what do you do as a parent, right? As a parent, as a father or a mother, what do you do? That's it's kind of rhetorical, <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but, um, you know, my wife and I had the conversation and I said, I know folks, our parents, I'll just say our parents, the advice our parents would give us in raising our own children <laughs> would be, well, what do you expect uh, with the long hair and yeah. the shaved head and like ma any makeup at all, even though it's really something that all, like a lot of these guys do. Yeah, um, to kind of smooth things out for the judges, even though they're not supposed to pay attention to that. Yeah, it's just it's take still... take that away as a yeah. potential thing, right? Even though all that, um, and it's all he wasn't even like like he was like that guy would have told that guy would have had an aneurysm if he had seen me after the gay pride parade <laughs> <laughs> or after the MCR concert. You know, when I was actually dressed in a way yeah. that really would have set him off, right? <laughs> I was wearing a dress shirt and tie. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But our parents would be like, well, you know, maybe get a different haircut. Maybe don't wear any makeup. You know, maybe, 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 right? Yeah. Which all leads to. So there, so this is this is the conversation my wife and I had. I said, sure. If you, if we were those kinds of parents, if we were our parents <laughs> and we raised them in such a way That'd be like, we want to keep you as safe as possible. Keep your head down, uh, dress like a normal person, whatever normal means, right? Mm-hmm. And basically you're saying for short-term safety, yeah, we're going to assimilate and we're going to make sure you aren't who you really are mm-hmm. when you're out in public, right? Okay. I'm not so sure that that would get you short-term safety, by the way. <laughs> it might. <laughs> I can see how somebody might reason that it might get you some short-term safety, especially maybe if you hide the fact that you're gay. I mean, you know, maybe you get a girlfriend, right? That might help. Um, but uh, so I'm not so sure. But I can see how somebody would logically kind of conclude that it might get you some short-term safety. But you're going to screw that person up for the rest of their life. I think most of their short term solutions quote unquote short-term solutions are were really just ways because you know i had a lot of that kind of stuff growing up as did you did which was Mm. always like they they would come a really quick band-aid quick turn it around on you a little bit tell you what you did wrong yeah and maybe next time do it this way was just to get it over with so they didn't have to deal with it anymore Mm. Mm -hmm. and that's that's some lazy shit right there. I it drives me yeah. insane. It, it it's like the um, well you know she, you know some girl on a, something terrible happens to a lady and they're like, well you know look how she maybe she shouldn't have dressed like that. Right. I still don't get that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. <And, laughs> oh this, yeah. Ben, ben this, Shapiro had a whole thing on that, and uh, it, it's just funny because you can always tell when when somebody the it's. It's the thing that they put second that they really think is important, right? Sort of like, um, uh, uh, you know, it's really bad that uh, George Floyd got murdered. But you know what? They shouldn't be rioting. They shouldn't be rioting in the streets. Yeah. They, right? The thing that comes second is all always the uh, the thing, right? <laughs> that they really <laughs> believe in. They don't care about George Floyd. What they care yeah. about is feeling safe right Mm -hmm. so you know he goes through this whole he's like rapists are responsible for the rape that they commit they are absolutely 100 percent. when somebody sexually assaults somebody they are 100 the victim is not responsible for that and it's like it's ben shapiro so i know there's a comma but coming you're like three (laughs) two two one. one comma but if i went to a bad neighborhood waving around hundred dollar bills and somebody stole a hundred dollar bill from me, my hundred dollar bills. Yes, the thief is responsible for that theft. They are hundred percent responsible for it. But I have to understand I can't go to a bad neighborhood waving one hundred dollar bills around. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, stretch Armstrong. Remember we remember yeah. stretch Armstrong? Like yeah. the arms would have come off if we stretched it that far. <laughs> right. What are women being compared? What are what are women's bodies being compared to today? Let's see. Let me look through my Rolodex. Oh, hundred dollar bills. Okay. Yeah. Today, you know, 
uh it's exactly like that though it's like it's it's for you it, it's um it put all of the responsibility on the victim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all of the re- and by the way that's what happened in that truck stop too because here's the thing first of all maga trucker dude forgot he wasn't on facebook commenting right <laughs> you need a shirt that just says i'm not facebook <laughs> i'm not facebook and there are there are consequences when you open your mouth in public right mm-hmm. somebody else may step up on you and open their mouth right yeah and uh, so he forgot about that second he he used the same like technique but he's bad at it right people like Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, those guys, maybe not Tucker Carlson so much because he's just kind of a news announcer, right? Probably has all of his shit written for him. Uh, obviously. But, but but like Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, the guys who you've seen like live debate people, mm-hmm. um, they're actually really good at this technique. And it's all, it's all it is, it's technique, totally invalid. Mm-hmm. And anybody who knows the technique, anytime you see them talking, you rarely see them talking to somebody who knows the technique and the debate technique. Be, because they make sure they're not talking to those people. <laughs> Jordan yes. Peterson only talks to like people that aren't used to debating, right? Yes. The minute you put him in front of somebody like uh, Sam uh, Harris or somebody like that, who actually knows how to debate, they get destroyed. Yes. And the technique is uh, get as vile and disgusting as you need to, to elicit a reaction. Mm-hmm. The second you get the reaction, that's when you turn it around on the other person. Yep. Right. That's bully so behavior. It's it's complete bully behavior. And it's sort of like the, um, my wife was having an online discussion with somebody. Why? I'll, I'll never know. But it, <laughs> maybe it's cathartic for her to, to just laugh I'm at sure it people. Is. I'm sure it is. Like Lil Nas X is a you know, model now for Coach Purses in mm-hmm. one of their ad campaigns. So, of course, somebody comments on it like, oh, I remember when Coach was classy, right? Which is code for when it was just white people, right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, my wife is like, well, you're just being blatantly racist. And, of course, the person's like, oh, no, I didn't say anything about race. You're the one bringing race into it. Maybe you're the racist. I didn't say anything about race. You're the one bringing race into it. Maybe you're the racist. I didn't say anything about race. All right. So go find me the time you that a white person was the model and you said, I remember when coach was classy, right? Go find that for me, bring it back, and then I'll apologize. I'll kiss your ass and give you 10 minutes to gather a crowd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know what dog whistles are. We know mm-hmm. what code is, right? We know that when, when but, but, but you have to be good at it. And this trucker was not good at it at all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you... But, but he did when he got me to like, when I started reacting to him, he did turn into the victim awfully quick. Yeah. They always do, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like my wrestling coach told me in eighth grade, he's like, uh, when this guy was, uh, like really showboating and everything before the thing, he's like, he's like, guys like that, all you gotta do is knock them down once (laughs) (laughs) then they're done. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I've. I've taught my kids that pretty much how, how to identify code and what's crazy about it is how much of it there is because it's literally it's code is anything but 
Yeah. Everything around every every word every word you use every phrase you say to avoid saying what your what what the obvious intent is is code. So there's so much of it, and it's almost like you 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 listen for tone more than the word, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 easy to spot, yeah. and what, you start seeing it everywhere. I was waiting for somebody to ask me how I knew the guy was a MAGA trucker, right? Because he wasn't wearing the hat. He wasn't wearing the shirt. He wasn't doing anything. But it's like, oh, you just know he is. Just <laughs> know yeah. he is. He wasn't a Biden supporter, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right? uh, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> he, wasn't a, he wasn't even a uh, Mike Pence supporter. You know? uh, but yeah, I, I'm done with the, like, that's where I was before. I was always like, oh, you give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You don't know for sure. It's like, no, 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 no. we know. Let's yeah. stop pretending that when somebody says, you know, Lil Nas X isn't classy enough for coach. Let's stop pretending they're talking about anything but him being black, right? Yep. yep. Well, I, uh, maybe I'm talking about him being gay. Yeah, probably both, right? <laughs> my, my <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that didn't come out the way you wanted it to. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so you take the, you take their the purse that Lil Nas X is, you know, got. And then you take the purse of when they were classy, and you take the two purses and you set them side by side. Is there a difference? Yeah, it's packaging. It's the you know, yeah. so they can hang that shit in their ass just to to, to use a a fan favorite. <laughs> I think we're starting to develop a show <laughs> saying. <laughs> so yeah, so bringing it back to the what do you do? I don't know. This yeah. show's about trying to figure it out. We don't have the answers. We're we're about asking, right? Yeah. And so my my approach is. My son doesn't need a lecture from me. He's he's living it. He's been through it. He doesn't need a lecture from me about how to keep himself safe. He knows how to keep himself mm-hmm. safe, I hope. I think it's, you know, he has my full support of whatever he thinks he needs to do to even the score or yeah. even the playing field, I should say. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously when you're not a large person, you know, you you're kind of at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I think he also knows that the odds of these things turning physically violent in a public bathroom are probably pretty slim because most people in there still have something to lose. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they're not going to they're not going to turn it into a physical fight. So, yeah. you know, yeah. But if I'm there, I will create a safe space mm-hmm. by any means necessary, you know, and then, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I'm not going to tell him to stop being who he is. I'm not going to say, you know, to keep yourself safe, you know, cut your hair different, wear different clothes, whatever. I'm just not going to do that because that will, it might, again, might keep him safe for a couple of years. I mean, he's probably got a good 80, 90 years left on this planet, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not going to risk messing up the ne- next 80 or 90 years or at least contributing to that mm-hmm. um, just for the sake of a little short-term perception of safety. So. Mm-hmm. And when he's ready to move out of Indiana, uh, it's, we started having these discussions too. It's like, you know, keep up, you, you know, don't slow down or you might get rear-ended. You know, I might step on your heels on your yeah. way out. Cause yeah. <clears throat> his, uh, his sister is a little bit, you know, sister's younger, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that's not like we're going to uproot um, quickly, but I, I, I'm having these conversations. What's here? What's here for us? Yeah. 
we've had to build we've had to rebuild our social uh circle almost from the ground up and you know it's like we know how to do that yeah <laughs> so if we yeah. have to do that in another state uh so be it right you know if we have to if we have to go to a state where the people where you know 60 percent of the people don't hate us then uh maybe we'll do that i don't know <laughs> yeah oh you should stay where you are and work to change things you know people that say that are people who fear um losing their social connections yeah yeah so we have friends who still friends uh friends we we know people who still go to catholic church right mm. knowing what the catholic church uh does to gay people right and what they've done to children uh for hundreds of years they still go and it's like what are you doing right and they go well I'm, and it's the whole white liberal, right? Yeah. I'm changing things from within. It's like, oh, okay, cool. What are you doing from within? Yeah. You know, posting yeah. on Facebook once in a while. Is that what you're doing from within? Because I guarantee you, it's not that you're in there changing things from within. What you're doing is those are your social ties. Those are your social connections. And if you truly left the church because of the vile shit that they do, you would lose those social connections, right? Mm -hmm. And you're afraid of losing those connections. Well, my feeling is fine. Enjoy those social connections because you're losing this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, th I think we've got to make our society and our culture unsafe for homophobic and racist people. I mean, yeah, that that's the dream. Like why? Why should people of color and uh, LGBTQ people have to walk around feeling unsafe? Like we feel like that's okay. <laughs> but the minute you say, I think racists and homophobes should feel unsafe. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Violence? I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about public scorn. Like, I don't care about your free speech. <laughs> I, I tell you one trucker who will think twice before he says something to somebody's kid again. I Mr. <laughs> Mr. Neckbeard. I mean, I guarantee he's telling that story different, but he's going to think twice next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's I'd love to see how he's telling the story. <laughs> uh, but I, but you're right. It's different. But he will think twice before he talks to some kid in a in a bathroom. I next mean, time. if I if I hung out on that side of TikTok, I'd, I'd let you know when he posts. But the only the only time I see stuff like that is when somebody on the on the on 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 the good side of TikTok stitches yeah. or reposts some bullshit they see. I think uh, I think in the future I'll probably be quicker to to get my phone out because getting this guy on camera would yeah. have been good because I think I think a lot of what's happening now is you get somebody on camera, mm -hmm. you get their name, you get where they work. Mm-hmm. And that's one good thing coming out of rainbow capitalism. You <laughs> or, dude, and, and and a lot of times you don't even have to do all that work mm -hmm. as long as you're doing it because the the internet will swarm on that video. Mm -hmm. And they'll they'll like it, it'd be like in Blade Runner, enhance, enhance, and they'll find like a little tiny sticker on something and go, oh, that's oh, where it is. Yeah. That's the guy. They do this, and there's facial recognition software. All this stuff these people do. That's a good point. Yeah, you got you got to get your like, 
middle-aged white woman reflexes going with your phone. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe when I work up the mental courage to watch the video, I'll see if there's anything in there that's useful yeah. and just like make a clip, put it up on TikTok. Yeah, and the the I don't want to say the beauty of it because obviously it's tragedy. It's tragic and stupid, but the the beauty of of not uh, as long as you have that footage and say you build up the courage to look at it at any given point down the line, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. If you decide to post it, it doesn't matter when you post it uh, because yeah. it's relevant. It's going to be relevant for, unfortunately, for a long time. True. And so w- without properly thinking it through before you go doing it, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to like do it and then regret doing it. You know, yeah, you yeah. Can, like right. mull it over, watch it. Cause I know that kind of stuff is upsetting. Yeah. Obviously, cause I'm a human. <laughs> so, and, and it's, and to hear somebody talking about your kid like that, I'm also a parent. Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't have to do it right away. But at some point, if you do do it, there would be, um, it, it would be I, any, any video. I'm not encouraging you to do it. I'm just saying what's in my head. Yeah. Any video that gets put out that focuses and highlights on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. is not sensationalism you're not what was it called clout chasing or anything like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's about awareness yeah. and it's a it's a very um i don't know if passive is the word for it um low impact i i don't know what the word is but it's 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 the bare minimum you can do to 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 possibly cause a larger like a larger effect yeah in a, in yeah. a positive sense yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. then you got to run the risk you, then you got to realize if you are going to post stuff like this you then have to realize that that video is going to end up on the wrong side of mm-hmm. social media as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you, you have to make up your whether you know whether it's worth it or not and go with it from there yeah yeah, I hear you. Like, like the best, like if I could figure out a way to do it anonymously, you know, uh, and not because I'm a pussy like that guy, but mm-hmm. because I because of what you just said, which is, you know, everybody gets to have access to it, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, you know, the people, whatever someone's interviewed who was made inadvertently famous. Mm-hmm. you know because something like that happens mm-hmm. they're always like sure so you know the the outpouring of love has been great and uh, they're like oh i had to go fund me and look at that you know and they're like but no none of us none of it that is worth it i don't want to mm-hmm. be that person i don't want to be in that kind of spotlight you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm just like you know again that goes to protecting um my kid yeah there's no way I want to expose. That's why I haven't made a stink at the school. Because, you know, I hear the parents, uh, probably not anybody that listens, but, you know, the suburban mothers, you know, probably be like, I'd march down to that school and I'd give them peace of my mind. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. You might make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And most of the people that say stuff like that wouldn't do it in any way. 
Right, right. It's, it's right. one thing to say, you know, I'd go in there and, like you said, give them peace of my mind, and they'd be renaming the school after me by the time I got out of there. Yeah. Um. No, because it's <laughs> it's not that simple, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. It's a lot. What a world we live in, huh? And I do, you know, people uh, like, uh, well, you know, don't drag politics into it. They're just bad people in this world. And uh, just because somebody's a Trump supporter doesn't mean they support this kind of thing. And I'm like, bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. You know, if there's one side that is actively encouraging people to Mm -hmm. call people out if they think they're different um that's the bad side (laughs) i have a motto that that uh all this has given me and that Mm. is that if i don't already know you i probably hate you um because i just give you three seconds to disappoint me i've seen a lot where this is happening a lot a lot of republican politicians representatives and voters are are like kind of like you know, like kind of walking away from it a little bit or denouncing the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the whole, the whole Trump religion, mm-hmm. their distances, they're, they're, they're scrubbing their websites. of stupid shit. They're distancing themselves from him. Now, all mm-hmm. of a sudden now, yeah, all this time they've been goose stepping right behind him. So, to say, well, he's gone too far, or they've gone too far. Like two years, several years ago, they went too far, and you were still standing there, goose stepping right along behind them. So my thing is, I, I I'm never gonna trust you. Yeah. No, you you went th- good good on you. You know what? If for the right reason you woke up and went, oh shit, I can't what? And no, that's not right. Great, congratulations. But I still don't trust you. Right. So it, you, you're not going to in one day make me go, oh, come on. It's, you know, no, you you were an asshole for how many years? It's kind of like a breakup. You know, you <laughs> however long you were in that relationship, you were like half that time single before you get in another relationship. So yeah. I'll get, you know, you, you're not just going to change overnight. Because you know who changed overnight? All them fuckers. I guess we just got dinged. All those folks that (laughs) sided with him and his ilk in the very beginning, they flipped. They 100% flipped. They saw Mm -hmm. they saw what was going to be popular, so they they you know put their rope around it and they let it drag them along, and now they're flipping back. It's like that playground bullshit that we used to have as kids. No, 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 I'm on your side because you're getting your ass beat. (laughs) You know? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't trust them. Nope. And any radical centrists out there who want to try to talk us into like, well, you know what, if they're if they're honestly trying to change, you should welcome them in. Otherwise, maybe you'll push them back over to them or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm glad you're not still supporting him. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. I'm glad that you're having some sort of awakening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go over there, grab a hammer and some nails and help rebuild this thing right yes yes you can't you do not get to have a leadership position you don't get to be in a position of trust you don't get to talk to me and be my friend mm-hmm. uh you're welcome and i'm not going to ridicule you yeah. uh you know for for flip-flopping or anything like that 
but you've done so much damage. You need to go over there and help rebuild what you destroyed. And, that is and, a much more I mean, eloquent way of putting what I yeah. said. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of blacked out for a second. No, you did great. You did great, man. All right. Well, we're not going to do any better than that. Um, so everybody hug your kid. Uh, protect them. Uh, keep your mouth shut if you feel like saying something in the bathroom. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, you will face real world consequences. We're just better off, Dad, with Paul and Steve. Try to do the right thing when things are hard, and it shouldn't be this hard. Yeah.